you really have to become purpose-led as a total company. It's not only the marketing department, it's the innovation department, it's the supply chain, it's the procurement. It has to be everywhere. Hello and welcome to the 25 Days of Transformation series, where we talk to industry experts and global brands about the highs and lows of digital transformation. We'll learn from real-world business examples, get first-hand industry insights from the digital experts, and we'll take a deep dive into what trends to look out for in the coming months. I'm Tizzy Philp, Strategic Content Lead here at Valtech. And I'm here to guide you through these conversations and to uncover the latest and greatest in digital. For many B2B companies, it can be a struggle to relay a sense of greater purpose to the outside world. Traditionally, dealing with transactional, complex, but perhaps not always the most exciting products, it can be difficult to tell the bigger story or give consumers a sense of the brand's overall raison d'etre. But Warvin, a global innovative solution provider for the building and infrastructure industry, realized that though their products might not be that exciting in their own right, as a collective, they do have a purpose that is of interest to all of us as consumers and a purpose that is helping to solve climate change. Today, I'm joined by Emil van den Boomen, Marketing Communication Manager, and Andrea Rubiano, Global Digital Marketing Manager at Warvin. Together, we'll be talking about what it means for a B2B company to be purpose-led and how Warvin is using digital marketing to tell stories and ultimately sell their products. So it's great to have you both here and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Emil, maybe we could start with you. I mentioned Warvin's purpose in that introduction. Can you tell us more about what this is and why you decided on folk to focus on being purpose-led? Yes, uh, sure, I can. And thank you for the introduction. Well, it, it might be an open door, but uh, we, we all know uh, the world is changing. It's changing fast, and, and so are we. I mean, just look at the climate, how that is changing, uh, diminished earth resources like water, um, the migration of people, the level of urbanization. Um, things are changing, and it's it's time for, for companies to change as well, for companies to look beyond profit only. I think it's time for companies to understand how they can be relevant to society. And I think that is what it means to have a purpose. And for us, Wavin, I think our purpose journey started two years ago. We realized that also we should be purpose-led company. We wanted to be a purpose-led company. And as you mentioned in your introduction, B2B companies were known for being boring, <laughs> especially when it comes to marketing as well. We were definitely not sexy. Uh, we, are, we are known for merely being uh, product-oriented, but those days are over. B2B companies like Wavin are standing up, standing up to show their relevance to the outside world. It's kind of our, our coming out moment. <laughs> I, can, I can say that it was our coming out. And I think for us, uh, for Wavin, um, having a purpose was an essential step in our, in our journey as a company, but also an, a step in order to, uh, to commit ourselves to a higher cause. And we, we had to. We were triggered by everything that was going on in the world, all these changes that I just mentioned. And we realized that um, 
we are not just on this planet as a company to to produce products uh, in in our case pipes for water distribution we are actually here to help and support to overcome bigger global challenges like lacking drinking water becoming climate resilient and more so having a purpose for us means that we contribute to building healthy sustainable environments and that is actually also our purpose uh, statement and it means a lot to our company having a purpose means a lot to our company uh, for sure when you look at our own employees because it really makes them proud to work for a company that matters a company that is not just producing products only for profit but a company that is relevant to solving important challenges improving people's lives because that is actually what we are doing and i can really say that our company uh, in the past two years while we were on this journey it has a different meaning now and you see that also being translated in product innovation we come up with new ideas new products new corporations new ventures all based on uh, on our purpose and last it's not only important for our own people but it's also important for the outside world for our customers for our stakeholders i mean we we as wafin we have over 60 years of experience with water and how to manage that in buildings or or under the ground and with that experience we can really help our customers with the big challenges but the question was how to show that to the outside world and in order to explain our purpose even better not only having a purpose statement on the walls and on our posters but in order to explain our purpose even better we have launched a film called i am your city and in that film we have given the city a voice the city explains to the viewer that it needs help it can't deal with all these changes it can't deal with all these changes like climate change and and urbanization it goes too fast and the city is lagging behind we see it with a deteriorating infrastructure uh, we see it with buildings that are not complying to modern standards anymore and we, the, the people, we, we have created the city and uh, now it's our job to make it more resilient. And that's what this, the film is all about. You can, uh, you can watch the video on, uh, on our YouTube channel. And I think also there is a link in the comments uh, below. Yeah, and I think we'll certainly make the link available to everybody who's listening to this podcast as well. And you touched on some of the elements there about why cities are so important, but maybe you could expand more on why you focus specifically on the cities. Indeed, our purpose is, uh, is all about building long-lasting cities. We know from research that in 2050, 70%, over 70% of all people live in urban areas. And that's triggered by an, an increasing speed of urbanization, but also migration. And 70%, that's a lot. Huh? Uh, I mean, it puts pressure on cities, as you can imagine. And on top of that, on top of urbanization and migration, uh, we are faced with climate change, heavier rainfall, heat waves, drought. And the city is just not ready for that. How do millions of people in, in a concrete paved area deal with that? Our sewer systems are over 100 years old sometimes. Our buildings are are old and with the, the heat waves 
and the drought, they are not ready to, uh, to offer a suitable indoor climate. So the cities, that's where it matters the most. So we have to come up with solutions for the cities. Solutions, to be honest, we don't have all available yet. So we need to innovate. We need to innovate in order to make our cities greener, safer, more resilient, and make our buildings more comfortable. And there are huge opportunities there, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I want to go back now to this purpose-led organization and how you've managed to spread that throughout the organization. Clearly, being purpose-led is great for the greater good. You know, Using the power and size of your business to do something for the greater good is, is of course, admirable. But how do you create this sense of purpose internally? How do you make sure that everyone feels it? internally we did a big song and dance but let me start with with a very small example someone told me that a couple of years ago at the dining table he was talking to his kids about work they told yeah and they and they asked what are you doing daddy well he said well we are we are making plastic pipes for water transportation and and the kids attention span was like 10 seconds they, they immediately went back on their mobiles and like, Shut yeah, down. boring, yeah. boring. But later on, after we, we kind of embarked on our, on our purpose journey, he talked about his job in a different way. He, he told about Wavin's purpose and, and how we help cities and, and companies uh, to prevent flooding, to catch rainwater, to help trees and cities grow. And then suddenly they, the kids uh, became excited. They are, oh, that's, that's what you do. You, so you can actually yeah, capture the rainwater and then give it to the trees yeah, to help them grow. Yes, that's what we do. Oh, okay, cool. So that's on a, on a very small scale. It already changed a lot for our people. But as I mentioned in the beginning, we did a big song and dance. We have organized a purpose event where we introduced the purpose to, uh, to all the people that, uh, that came together in, uh, in Amsterdam. We had external speakers. We had speakers who could talk about how they were working to overcome the challenges in their particular city. So we had people from the city of Amsterdam, from uh, the city of uh, Buenos Aires, for example. And they explained, they told us the stories about how they helped people um, getting uh, sufficient drinking water or sanitation. Uh, in case of the city of Amsterdam, the lady told us how she was working on a daily basis, making the city of Amsterdam climate proof. And we had these people on stage to tell our colleagues, look, these people are already doing the job. These people are doing the things where we can help, where we can make a difference. That's really interesting. And I was going to ask, actually, whether at any point when you decided to go down this purpose-driven route, did you ever feel like it could be a risk from an external messaging perspective? Did you ever feel like it could be poorly received or that it was in some way jumping on a bandwagon? Were you ever concerned about that? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, there are examples out there of companies who, uh, who communicated about having a purpose, but they did not act accordingly some also say yeah it's just a marketing gimmick we knew that and we we had it in our minds all the way through our purpose journey from the earlier moments when we started 
to define our purpose statement. We had that in mind. And I think that's important. I think you, you, you really have to become purpose-led as a total company. It's not only the marketing department, it's mm-hmm. the innovation department, it's the supply chain, it's the procurement. It has to be everywhere. And I think we have managed to do so. Uh, also, the, re- the responses from customers and stakeholders, they say, you are hitting the nail. You are um, explaining exactly where the problem is eh, in the cities. And mm-hmm. this is the way you should look at it. And we are happy to, uh, to work together. So I think, yeah, you can, you can hear, uh, I'm proud of yeah. our purpose. Yeah. I think we really uh, did a good job and I'm I'm happy to see that that the whole company is is moving in the right direction. And I think you'll always find when you have something like this you're giving your employees meaning. It's making them feel part of something greater which can never be a bad thing. Andrea perhaps we could move on to you now. So you're global digital marketing manager at Varvin. Could you share with us how you're translating this approach? into how you do digital campaigning now? Absolutely, TC. I think as Emil mentioned, we are in this journey to embed purpose to everything we do, from our daily activities to the big marketing campaigns that we are developing. Um, so since the purpose was launched, uh, we are also making purpose a big part of every single marketing campaign that we're developing globally. Our, our campaigns are not only about new products or their benefits, but they are really talking about what global challenges are we addressing or we can help address together with our customers. For example, the latest campaign that we developed, it is about the puzzle of rainwater management. And as Emil was also mentioning at the beginning, it is really a puzzle how cities and need to manage rainwater, uh, you know, in, in a daily basis. How do they manage it during or after a heavy rainfall? How can they prevent floodings? How they can uh, collect rainwater and even reuse it? Um, so this campaign starts there. Uh, how can we help cities with this big, big puzzle? We developed a very nice, creative way of uh, communicating this puzzle with a, with a Rubik's Cube. Uh, in the shape of a city, so that that was that was very interesting. But that was the medium to really start the conversation or really introduce the campaign, addressing the global challenge that we're helping to to solve. And then the campaign evolves uh, into specifically what is the solution that we are providing, and then going deeper into the product or the the benefits you know the uh, the unique selling points for that are relevant for a specific target audience this specific campaign that is completely connected to our purpose we developed together with Valdec it's focused in two main audience groups uh, the engineers and specifiers and the second one is contractors we mapped including uh, all the countries that are, of course, part of this uh, product launch and campaign. We mapped the customer needs, the different audience needs. We mapped our unique selling points. And of course, we are using different uh, digital channels to reach these audiences and and convert them into, into sales leads. 
And throughout all of that process, what have you found to be the most important pillars of launching a digital campaign approach? You know, what have been the challenges and where do you see the wins for your company? I think the biggest challenge for us right now is to ensure that we deliver uh, the best customer experience across all our digital channels and also a consistent campaign message. These campaigns are being launched now in several countries across Europe and we also want to be able to keep that consistent campaign message from purpose to solution to specific product benefits, which are going to help us introduce the purpose also into our customer base, connect to that emotional side of why are we doing this, why, how can we help together improve these social challenges, and of course, always help with the, with the daily work of our customers, with the daily, daily challenges. We needed to develop a harmonized way of working. Um, so really, digital is the best area where we can harmonize, where we can maximize efficiency, all towards improving performance, of course. So yeah, the, the, the biggest challenge was how do we uh, maximize efficiency across 14, 15, 16 countries across Europe, and at the same time, also improve the capabilities of our digital marketing community. I know it's still relatively early stages and that you're still testing, but can you share any results yet? You know, are the campaigns working? What are the KPIs that you've set? And, and interestingly, just in addition to that, this is clearly a, a strong differentiator for you, for your competitors. Are you seeing any early results that indicate that that is definitely the case? Yes, absolutely. For this specific campaign, the, the rainwater campaign, it is early stages. But so far in four countries, we have produced around 3.7 million impressions, around 23,000 sessions to our different landing pages, and 85 leads. I know 85 sounds a little bit small to uh, compare to the, to the impressions and the, the, the sessions, but we need to keep in mind that this specific campaign, it's targeting um, large construction and infrastructure projects. And, and these are very niche, of course, and also are projects with a long conversion cycle. So even though it's 85, it is uh, high quality leads and we're very happy with the results right now. But in other campaigns that we're running also following the same the same framework, we're seeing very, very positive results. We had one uh, focused more on, on the solar audience and there the amount of uh, leads that we're producing are, are in the thousands. So it's, it's going very well. It is going well. And I wonder whether you feel optimistic about the point that going forward, we've just done a, a couple of podcasts in this series, actually, where we've talked about sustainability. We've talked about the importance of having an environmental conscience or a social conscience. And I wonder whether you see this in the future, this question goes to both of you, if you see this in the future as being a key differentiator when clients choose to work with, with companies like you, you know, will they in five, 10 years time ultimately choose those companies who are purpose-led, who have agendas like you do over those who don't or are less vocal about it? I think that we are on the right track. I mean, when we started working with Valtech as well, um, we could see when we started explaining how our company is being purpose-led and what we can actually do 
what what we can contribute to society. You saw them becoming eager and, to, and enthusiastic because they had no idea. They thought we were this plastic pipe manufacturing. Okay, boring. No, we we really have so much more. And and that was to Valtech, but you can you can also see that to the outside world and the future of uh, cities. It's so evident that cities are working so hard to become climate resilient, uh, to reduce their emissions level. Every big city has their own plan. So mm -hmm. there is a lot of work to do. We need to reach out to them digitally, mm -hmm. for sure, uh, because there are so many people uh, working in this, uh, in this field, in this area. And we are moving. We are moving as Wavin, also in B2B, from, from being a more traditional marketing company with exhibitions and brochures to, to, to become more digital. We have made huge steps in the past. I think we can call ourselves front runners in the construction industry. And yeah, that industry is changing as well. And so, so are we, how we are communicating with our colleagues. Of course, COVID-19 has uh, forced us to change our communication. But two months ago, we organized a big a television show. We rented a studio where we were where we connected to 600 colleagues all over the world. We had guests in the studio and we connected live to colleagues uh, and customers all over Europe. It was like one of those morning breakfast uh, TV shows. Valtec has opened our eyes towards uh, reaching out to uh, new customers, to, to stakeholders, digital meeting opportunities. We have embraced. We are taking them with both hands. So, yeah, we are we are on the right track, Andrea. Yes, absolutely. I think it's it's finding that balance, right? The balance between purpose messaging, emotional messaging, and also actual benefits, tangible benefits to to our customers. And in terms of digital, it is finding that balance between offline and online. Offline is a big part of our our customer base still, and I think that's going to remain. But really, is how can we deliver that? best experience, bringing together online and offline and, and really focusing on which is the channel that gives us the best performance. I think this is uh, hopefully paving the way for other companies to, to listen to what you've been doing at Wavin and, and consider taking their own purpose-led approaches and making sure that business from now on is about that greater purpose and about doing something that means something better. So thank you so much, Emil and Andrea, for, uh, for joining us today on the podcast. It was really great to speak to you. Thank you, TC. Thank you. You've been listening to the 25 Days of Transformation series from Valtec Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, then why not subscribe and keep up to date with all of the episodes in this series and a whole host of insights from the Valtech Cafe back catalogue. And if you'd like more information about what we do or to get in touch, why not visit us at valtech.com to find out the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.